Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Our Lady of Sorrows Parish of St. Matthias Church. Today we celebrate the fourth Sunday of Easter, Good Shepherd Sunday. Mass is being offered for John and Mary Ann Kutera. Please stand and welcome each other to Mass this morning. We begin this morning with our processional hymn, the Gathered Hymnals, number 712, number 712. Jesus, you are the gentle shepherd who guides your flock through life-giving water. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, the sound of your voice echoes in our hearts. Christ, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you walk beside us all our days. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life.
almighty, ever-living God, lead us to a share in the joys of heaven so that the humble flock may reap where the shepherd has gone before, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God forever. Amen. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. Peter, filled with the Holy Spirit, Said, leaders of the people and elders, if we are being examined today about a good deed done to a cripple, namely by what means he was saved, then all of you and all the people of Israel should know that it was in the name of Jesus Christ the Nazarene, whom you crucified, whom God raised from the dead. In his name, this man stands before you sealed. He is the stone rejected by you, the builders, which has become the cornerstone. There is no salvation through anyone else, nor is there any other name under heaven given to the human race by which we are to be saved. The word of the Lord. salvation. This day was made 
reading from the first letter of St. John. Beloved, see what love the Father has bestowed on us, that we may be called the children of God. Yet, so we are. The reason the world does not know us is that it did not know him. Beloved, we are God's children now. What we shall be has not yet been revealed. We do know that when it is revealed, we shall be like him. For we shall see him as he is. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. A good shepherd lays down his life for the sheep. A hired man who is not a shepherd and whose sheep are not his own sees a wolf coming and leaves the sheep and runs away, and the wolf catches and scatters them. This is because he works has no concern for the sheep. I am the good shepherd, and I know mine, and mine know me. Just as the Father knows me, and I know the Father, and I will lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep who do not belong to this fold. These also I must leave, and they will hear my voice, and there will be one flock and one shepherd. This is why the Father loves me, because I lay down my life in order to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down on my own. I have power to lay it down, and power to take it up again. This command I have received from my Father. The Gospel.
When I was a very young priest, newly ordained and assigned to St. Nicholas and Struthers, one of the parishioners was telling me about how when she asked her 10-year-old son what he wanted to be when he grew up, he very seriously told her that he wanted to be one of those guys at church who goes around with the basket on Sunday. He wanted to be an usher, a collector. Why, she asked him. Because, he said, they make a lot of money in just a few minutes. So little Bobby thought that the ushers kept what they collected. As it turns out, Bobby is head of a very large accounting firm these days. These days, we have a lot of control over how we will earn our livelihood. But in Jesus's time, folk have little to say about how they would spend their life earning their living. Usually, a, father did, a son did what his father did, and a girl became a wife and mother like her own mother and took care of the house and the family. But if a parent back then asked his or her child what they would like to do when they grow up, one of the last things that any parent would want their child to say is this, I want to be a shepherd. I want to tend sheep for a living. Because in those days, shepherds were on the bottom rung, the dregs of society. They were notorious for their bad hygiene, their lack of education and skills. Many people looked out on them, they avoided them. They were considered outsiders on the fringes of society. And too, their job was dangerous because they spent a lot of time out in the wilderness, exposed to wild animals and thieves, constantly looking over their shoulders as to where the next attack and yet, Jesus chooses this image to speak about his relationship to us. I am the good shepherd, he says. I know my flock and mine know me. Now, this shepherd Jesus certainly did not lack education, skills, or good hygiene. But in so many ways, during his earthly life among us, he was, in fact, an outsider. Anyone who reads the Gospels finds that out very quickly. Because this shepherd reaches out to the poor, the outcasts, the lepers, the tax collectors, the foreigners, everybody that no one wants anything to do with. And he is on the outside because he says what many prefer not to hear, that the real exercise of religion means forgiving our enemies, praying for those who persecute us, he warns us about the great false god of money and the sin of self-righteousness. This shepherd of ours put to death and executed in a manner reserved for the worst criminals of his day. During his earthly life, Jesus was an outsider. But maybe because of his status as an outsider, maybe because of that, he can love us and know us as he does so well. You see, shepherds of this time were often 
very close to their sheep. They spent more time with the sheep than they did with other human beings. And because they spent so much time with these creatures, they came to know them and to care for them as few creatures of those days were cared for. Shepherds fed their sheep. They rescued them. They led them to water. They defended them from hostile attack. And so the sheep come to know the shepherd's voice like few other animals would know voices of human beings in those days. And the flock is safe because of him. And so the outsider who tends the sheep, often on the fringes of society and rejected by others, is at the very center of this flock's life. He knew what they needed. He knew when they were hungry or thirsty or lost or at risk, just as he knows when you and I are lost and at risk, even when we ourselves might not know it. So how about that time you and I were at risk, in danger of turning our back? on the values we were taught to embrace and love? Or how about the time when we may have wandered from the flock, when we thought we did not need family or church to guide us and accompany us? We lied to ourselves and told ourselves that we were the masters of our fate. And how, in the middle of all that, we were called back, we were sought out, we were searched out. And that ought not surprise us, because that really is the story of our Christian faith, isn't it? From the beginning of time, God comes looking for his people. The very first story in the book of Genesis, in the Garden of Eden, when the first human being sinned, God comes looking for them. And then throughout the pages of the entire Old Testament, we have the prophets of Israel coming to the people. God comes looking for us through his prophets. In a stable of Bethlehem, God comes looking for us, and therefore the celebration of Christmas. On Calvary's cross, God comes looking for us. Out of an empty tomb, God comes looking for us through the image of a good shepherd, seeking us out when we are lost time and time again. God Now, his search will always be there. But with that search at his end comes the challenge at our end. Because, you know, we can choose to be lost. We can choose to be at risk. We can play hide and seek with God our whole lives, and many have, and many do, and many will. But the challenge to us is will we allow ourselves to be found and claimed by this shepherd time and time again, especially when we get lost so easily? And will we continue to fine-tune our own hearing so as not to be listening always to ourselves or the voices that reinforce what has made us stuck, but to listen to his voice and not to the clamor of the world around us? Will we learn from our shepherd that ultimately following him is about laying down our life every day only to pick it up again? Laying down our lives in service to pick those lives up again renewed and strengthened. 
But on this Good Shepherd Sunday, it's real easy to focus only on the shepherd. But what about the flock? What about the flock? During these beautiful weeks of Easter, we need to give thanks for the flock around us, for belonging to this church of ours, so blessed and so capable of so much good. We don't want to take the flock for granted. We don't want to pretend that we don't need the flock. We don't want to lavish upon ourselves an avalanche of excuses that allow us to take this blessed church of ours for granted. We need to be grateful that God has called us to this time and place to be with each other as his flock. You and I could have been born in any other time or place. We could have had lives that were very different from the ones that we enjoy this day. But because of some mysterious reason, God has called you and I to this time and place to be his church, to walk with each other and to be his people. And sometimes this flock of ours, we will know green pastures. We will be able to sit down and rest and count our blessing. Other times we will find ourselves as a flock in the wilderness. Other times we will have to make our way through a dark valley or two. But always, always, always belonging to each other and to the shepherd who will never let us go, who will search us out until we are found. I believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all things visible and invisible. I believe in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, born of the Father before all creation, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten Son Jesus, unsubstantial with the Father. Through him all things were made for us. Gratitude and trust, we come before God in prayer. For our Catholic Church, may all members be.
Jesus as the cornerstone in our lives, the foundation of all that we are and do. We pray for those who have grown indifferent to their faith. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. For God's wisdom to be with our leaders as they discern difficult issues. May they see the design in all people and work to end the injustice that creates all manner of evil. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For all who need our prayers, we pray for the unemployed and those struggling to make ends meet. We pray for children everywhere who are undernourished. May Jesus, the Good Shepherd, hold them close. We pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayers. For our parents, may daily prayer help us to deepen our faith and draw us closer to Jesus. We pray to the Lord. Those who are sick, may the Good Shepherd comfort them. We pray to the Lord. For those who have died, may the angels lead them to the gates of heaven. We pray to the Lord. Almighty and ever-living God, the resurrection of your Son lifts us up, giving us hope for all eternity. Look with love upon us this day.
pray with me, my brothers and sisters, that these, our gifts, might be acceptable to God, our Almighty Father. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that we may always find delight in these paths and mysteries, so that the renewal constantly at work within us may be the cause of unending joy through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us be Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always everywhere to give you thanks, Holy Father, Lord of heaven and earth, through Jesus Christ our Lord. For by your word you created the world and you govern all things in harmony. You gave us this same word made flesh as our mediator, and he has spoken your words to us and called us to follow him. He is the way that leads to you, the truth that sets us free, the light that fills us with gladness. Through your Son you gather men and women whom you made for the glory of your name into one family redeemed by the blood of the cross, sealed with the gift of the Holy Spirit. Therefore, now and for ages unending with all the angels, we proclaim your glory as in joyful celebration of the angels. Amen. 
is we celebrate the memorial of Christ, your son, whom you led through his passion and death on the cross for the glory of the resurrection, and whom you have seated at your right hand. We proclaim the work of your love until he comes again, as we offer you the bread of life and the chalice of blessing. Look with favor on the offering of your church, in which we show forth the sacrificial love of Christ, which was entrusted to us, and grant that by the power of the spirit of your love, we may be counted now and until the day of eternity among the members of your Son, in whose body and blood we have to live. By our partaking in this mystery, Almighty Father, give us life through your Spirit. Grant that we may be conformed to the image of your Son. Confirm our bonds of unity with Francis, our Pope, David, our Bishop, all Church leaders, and your entire people. Grant that all the faithful of our Church, looking into the signs of the times by the light of faith, may constantly devote ourselves to the service of your Son's gospel. Keep us attentive to the needs of all your children, that sharing grief and pain, joy and hope, we may faithfully bring them the good news and go forward with them along the ways of your kingdom. Remember our brothers and sisters who have fallen asleep in the peace of your Christ, especially John and Mary Ann Zafira, whom you have called from this life. Grant that they who shared in his life, death, may also share in his resurrection. Grant also to us when our earthly pilgrimage is done, that we may come to an eternal dwelling place and live with you forever. There in union with Mary, the mother of God, with Joseph, her spouse, the apostles and martyrs and all the saints, we shall praise and exalt you through Jesus Christ, your Son. Through him with him in him, O God Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and
Blessed are those called to share in the supper of the Lord.
settle in eternal pastures, the sheep you have redeemed by the precious blood of your son, who lives and reigns forever and ever. Amen. As we go forth with the reminder to please return to the Bishop to feel pledges and contributions as the church and the diocese, we are about seven times. Yes.